We have now in the media center number two qualifier, Sebastian Bourdais, Dale Coin Racing with Vassar Sullivan. Sebastian, it looked like uh, right down there to the end it was going to be a pole number 35, but it got swiped away from you. Yeah, my teammate jinxed it. <laughs> it just told me before the last one, like, that pulls yours. I'm like, oh, man, you just jinxed it. Sure enough. No, nah, I'm just joking. But, uh, yeah, no, just a, uh, you know, massive uh, commitment by the team. Obviously, we uh, we came tested here last year uh, and felt like uh, we had a really good car. Unfortunately, couldn't put it to use at all because we got white uh, in qualifying and uh, I didn't make it past turn two in the race. So uh, that was a very short weekend for us. Uh, very disappointing. But uh, we unlo unloaded quick, um, as we're hoping. And, uh, and it, yeah really worked out very well for uh, for us in qualifying for both cars and Tino did a great job and uh, gave me a good feedback that we definitely were in the window as far as balance was concerned and uh, yeah just kind of went uh, went for it and uh, really happy with the result I wouldn't expect a, a man of your experience and success to th to have extra motivation after what happened last year in turn two but my sense is there probably is some of that no, not really. I mean, it's just, uh, it was a very unfortunate set of circumstances. I, I really don't think we should have started where we did. And then I was a bit kind of bottled up, you know, like it usually hears here. And I didn't want to take any chance because I felt like the car was actually really good. And, and uh, yeah, I just got caught down the down low and, and couldn't really do anything with it. And, and it, yeah, Ed Jones went around me and for whatever reason, the car just absolutely turned around instantly and just went on that slow drift and there was nothing you could do so it's one of those kind of weird freaky situation which is always very uh, annoying and, and really frustrating for the driver and the team because when you have a good car you really want to capitalize on the opportunity but uh, no this year we we're just hoping that things would still be true and that the car would be competitive and it is and it's it's a great feeling what do you expect from this race even though we've just finished qualifying what do you what do you see in this lengthy race uh, I don't know. I mean, last year was obviously very much of a, a struggle to pass. I think it, it put a lot of uh, emphasis on qualifying and track position. Uh, I don't think it's going to be very, very different. I think, uh, you know, the, the, the package we have makes it very difficult to be flat on your own in three and four. And, and therefore, once you get some dirty air, it's impossible to be flat. So building the run from out of one two to you know back around is is just uh it's just hard so last year we saw a lot of um differing strategies with some fuel saving and, and things which definitely mixed things up and opened some opportunities for passing um so hey if uh, if it's a very static race starting second i think i'll be i'll be all right with that turn on your mic we're also joined by Sorry. Team Penske's uh, Joseph Newgarden, who wins his eighth pole of his career. Started on the pole last week at Pocono, but that uh, pole was determined by points. Joseph, you came in here this afternoon, and, and I almost remarked that you looked as relaxed as I've seen you in a while. You feel like you've, uh, you must feel like you've got a good car. And, He's and good at playing it. <laughs> yeah, inside I'm just dying slowly. Years are just coming off me. <laughs> You can't see that, but uh, no, it's. Um, I did actually feel a little better today because you know Sebastian knows this, but when you roll off with a car that it's just fast and it feels comfortable, you don't have to do too much to to make it more comfy. It, it gives you a lot of confidence, and I, I can't remember the last time. Probably Iowa. We had a really good car like that too. 
Um, and you don't know because, you know, 17, we had a really good car here. 18, we dropped off with the new aero kit. We just ran out of time, didn't hit it right. And then we looked at everything, tried to come with a complete, we came with a completely different philosophy. And right off the truck, it was just perfect. I mean, it was like right on. And you don't, it's hard to do that. It's really, really hard to do that. You know, you, you try every weekend to make that happen. <laughs> it's, and it's like maybe once or twice out of the year you go, oh, okay, that's, that's, we don't have to do much there. Um, the only problem is I don't know how that's going to translate to the race. By myself, it was fine. Qualifying was fine. But, you know, in traffic, I kind of hope it's the same thing. So I, I think we've only come to, ha you know, only gone through half the journey this weekend. We need to go through the race simulation and then see where we really end up. But I feel pretty confident that the PPG car is going to be strong, and, and Chevy's obviously done their homework and given us a great package. All right, we'll open up to questions. I may have to walk in front of you. Down in front. Uh, Sebastian, question for you. Did you any make any significant changes from practice to qualifying with a car? Um, not really. Just just a little, you know, a little bit of wing and. Yeah, a little bit of spring and, and uh, a little bit of wing, but really nothing dramatic. Okay, more questions? Go back here on your right. Yeah, uh, for both or either of you, the each of the last two years since the race returned here, there's been incidents on the first lap, um, as you well know. Um, was, what, I don't, was there anything uh, similar about those two, and is that something that's in your head at all as, as the race gets started? Uh, yeah, I guess it's going to be in my head. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think uh, at 17 and 18, as far as I'm concerned, the car was quite free on the start and restarts. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I thought I was protective on last year, but uh, I guess I wasn't enough. So uh, I'll definitely uh, pay close attention to it. Staying over here on your right. If I recall correctly, uh, two years ago, um, Joseph, you were on the hot seat after the race. Um, I don't know what those team meetings were like, uh, but uh, do you anticipate that the winner this year will also have to nudge somebody out of the way to win? Well, I, uh, I forgot to pack my crystal ball, so uh, tough to answer, but um, it's possible. You know, This place could breed it. We've seen it. Maybe it will repeat. I don't know. Hopefully not. Hopefully we're like up the road. And no one's got to worry about that. But um, yeah, it's you know this this place because the straightaways are just long enough. I think it invites a little bit more of that late move. You saw last year too. Every move is late. You know you're kind of late into turn one, and that's um, just the style of racing here. So I think everyone kind of knows the drill after a couple couple runs. It's really going to be kind of down to. Is it different la than last year as far as lane usage? You know, we were kind of pinned on one lane last year, which uh, hurts the racing, um, unfortunately. But, you know, it, can we open that up this year? Will we get a second lane? That's what we need to figure out tonight. I will say, though, I think there's more grip than last year. I think Firestone has brought um, a bit grippier package. The left side tire change, it just feels a little easier to drive. How that's I still don't know in traffic how that's going to translate, but... It could be a little different style than we saw last year, maybe a bit more passing. That's our hope. Um, so we'll see. We, I think we're going to get a lot of answers this evening before we race tomorrow. That was kind of the signature moment of the 2017 season right here. Some would say. <laughs> um, Sebastian, uh, there's been a lot of talk about how well your teammate 
Ferrucci is doing, and I'm just curious how much mentoring you have done that helps him have confidence. I think he sometimes refers to you affectionately as dad. Yeah, those little pricks, you know. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> no, he's, he's a good kid. Um, he's obviously young and, and uh, committed and uh, has no fear whatsoever. So, um, yeah, I, sometimes I do feel old and daddy-ish, uh, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's the nature of the beast. You gotta, you gotta hang it out. You can't, uh, when it's that competitive as the uh, NTT uh, IndyCar series, you know, you, got, you gotta just put it out there. And uh, today we did that, it worked out. Um, he kind of helped us a little bit, getting obviously the read on, on the track condition and, and what the, the balance of the car was. So uh, I'll definitely, uh, I can definitely thank him for that. And um, yeah, I'm, I, I wouldn't say mentoring. I mean, I'm, I've always been a very straightforward and, and simple guy, and I don't, you know, if you ask questions, I'll definitely answer, uh, and, and to the best of my knowledge. Uh, I think he's, we have a lot of resources. I think the, the biggest help really is like the inboard cameras and, you know, the data and just like a bit of communication with him and, and, and trying to, you know, establish the do's and don'ts, really. Uh, mostly the don'ts, because sometimes you're, you know, far better off by knowing what you shouldn't be doing than what you should. You know, any good driver is going to figure some things out, but sometimes there are like tricky little details that you you might be uh, in need of, uh, you know, knowing. Uh, so it's it's just worked very well this year. He's uh, he's definitely been fast, and uh, you know, it's great for uh, Delcon Racing. Questions? I thought I saw some more. Bruce. Joseph, in a lot of ways, you've kind of been the center of attention uh, here from in St. Louis. I mean, does that kind of surprise you to a degree? I mean, you count last night and rolling into the day, you win the bowl. You know, who knows? You may win tomorrow night. I mean, it really seems like you can't really do anything wrong this weekend here. <laughs> give it time. <laughs> Just give it time, Bruce. You know, we all can mess up, as everyone's seen from me. But, um yeah, so far so good. You know, it's every it's the same drill every weekend. Sometimes you start off hot and you stay hot. Sometimes you start off hot and you get cold. So uh, we're gonna try and stay in the you know in the good side of the temperature for this weekend. Um, but we'll just see. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know anything about the car in traffic. That's the biggest unknown for me. It was good by myself. Are we gonna be good in race conditions? That's kind of the next thing on our list. Patrick, back here on your right. You mentioned temperature. You don't know race conditions yet, uh, but it seems pretty pleasant for here and for the fans. So, uh, can you talk to that aspect, of, you know, from a fan perspective, what you expect, and then how much more is the car going to tighten up? Do you think when it cools off? Uh, I think everyone's, you know, it's case by case depending on the team. Last year we didn't change much from daylight to night. Um, I think it depends on the car, but for us we we were pretty consistent. Grip comes up, you know, we got quicker in the race, and you feel a little bit comfier as you get towards the end of it. It was already getting that way in qualifying. I felt like the grip had come up. Aside from the turn one, turn two, you know, uh, quick dry that was down there, that made it a little bit trickier. But once that gets, you know, uh, run off, I think you're going you're gonna to have more grip than we've had. So three, four, you know, is very possible. We might get flat towards the end of the night. We'll, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I just don't know. I think temperature-wise, it'll be nice for the, the fans. You know, I was at a ball game last night, and it was beautiful. Like, if it's like that, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good night for the fans for sure. But racing wise, we just we don't know yet. Hopefully, we've got a little bit more ability to pass. That's the goal from everybody. But we just don't have answers. I don't have any answers for anybody on that yet. Question center on your right. 
there'll be some other rubber down from the uh, the NASCAR folks and, and the rest. Uh, what do you anticipate uh, will happen from that other than just we don't know yet? I, it just always resets the track. You know, you kind of got to chase everybody else's rubber before you can put l your own down. And uh, it takes it goes pretty quick when you have, you know, 24 cars going around. Um, so I'd say, you know, the, the, the first stint is always the one where you have the biggest tire deck and, you know, it's the hardest track temp, especially on those kind of night races. And, uh, and then it just, you know, makes a big step when you put the first set of new tires and, and then it kind of increases slowly and steadily. But, uh, yeah, the, the starting point is always a bit dodgy when, uh, when you got a lot of other rubbers around. Okay, back here, Lewis. Sebastian, a little more generic about teammates. Is your driving style close enough to Santino's where your engineers can compare notes? I think on ovals, really, there is no driving style. You know, it's just you move the wheels so little, you know, whether it's super speedways or, or those short ovals. We, we are actually looking at the camera, trying to figure out, you know, if one was a little higher than the other and the approach of uh, one and, and, and three, but... It's it's so subtle. So everybody's gonna like the car a little bit more nosy or a bit more pushy. But yeah, at the end of the day, it, on on ovals in general, it's pretty easy. I'd say the biggest difference is obviously driver style and how, how aggressive you can be on road courses and street courses. And is is definitely like the car freer than than myself. But um, yeah, I mean that that's kind of the story of my life. So I don't know. We've had some eve we've had some evening races this year. This gets to be a, a night race. You excited about that? Are you kidding me? What time would you finish uh, Iowa? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That was a morning race. <laughs> I don't think I ever finished the race at past midnight. But yeah, that was that was interesting. Uh, you want to take that one? I mean, I'm with you. I actually liked the Iowa deal. I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, it did. Yeah, it was much better. Um, yeah, I think it's great. I think I think Indy cars are more fun and look better under the lights. So, more night races the better. All right, that appears to be it. Thank you much.